Hey teachers, my name is Adva Hanan. I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time inside the classroom. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here, so get ready to learn, grow, and become the teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. So today I want to cover something that I never did in my first years of teaching, and that is a reflective teaching practice or just the overall process of reflecting. So the first thing that I'm going to cover is the excuses that we give ourselves as to why we can't do it, as to why we can't reflect at the end of the day or in the middle of the day. And then we're going to talk about what reflective teaching really is and what it can look like inside your classroom. And the last thing we're going to cover is how it can benefit you as a teacher inside your classroom as you're teaching throughout the school year. So let's get started. When you are putting off something that you think can wait, there is a list of excuses that you come up with as to why you can't do it in that very moment or during that week or during that month, right? It's the excuse of, I have no time, you're, I'm too tired, I don't know where to start, and that is an excuse that we come up with that our brain goes to as soon as we just don't, quote, feel like doing something. I can tell you this happens to me all the time. It's not uncommon to have that happen. So if you can shut off that excuse and think about how something that you're putting off will end up benefiting you or what it will look like tomorrow that can excite you and can get you motivated again, these are things that, these are ways that you can say, okay, these are just excuses. Now let's think about the time that I do have and the um, means that I have to get this stuff done. Whether it's I'm going to do this during my lunch break tomorrow or it's whether I'm going to do this during a prep period so that I can get it done and I don't have to go home and I won't make those excuses again because I'm doing it during my contracted hours. So same thing goes for reflection. Being reflective is not easy. It has never been easy and it's really hard, especially now, to sit with your thoughts and not be distracted by whatever devices you have going on in the background. Or if you're at work and teachers and administrators are walking in and out of your classroom or walking by in the hallway, these are all distractions that can lead to you giving yourself a list of excuses as to why you can't do it. So today... I want to give you just a little bit, a little tidbit as to what reflective teaching looks like and how it can benefit you in your teaching career. I found a quote that I'd like to share with you about reflection, and it says, Reflection allows us to step back and take stock of what is working 
and gain insight into what should be continued, built upon, or even enhanced. This is just a small tidbit about what reflection really allows us as teachers to do. It allows us to gain control of what we feel is, quote, lacking, and it allows us to move forward in a positive way rather than diving into the negativity, because that's where our brain goes. Our brain automatically goes to the negative side of things. But if we take a minute to reflect and gain control of what we need to be, quote, better at and find solutions to those things that feel out of control, then you can become that better teacher, that better mentor, that uh, better guide for your students. So there are a bunch of ways you can practice reflection, um, and those might seem very obvious to you, but a lot of times we get lazy about reflecting. We get lazy about just basically sitting in our thoughts and writing it down or just thinking about it in our heads and writing down afterwards, whatever suits you. But here are a few things that I've read about when it comes to reflection in books about specifically about leadership. And as a teacher in the classroom, you are a leader. You are the leader of your classroom. You are leading your students to the place where you believe is, quote, successful, right? You want them to achieve great success both inside and out of the classroom. So reflective practice helps you be that better teacher, helps you become the teacher who you've always dreamed of being. Reflection increases self-awareness. It is all about asking yourself what you're doing and why. Being reflective can help you help your students. It helps you know what your students need in order to be able to help them succeed. So here's a few things that you can do to reflect on your own actions, on your students, on whatever else is going on inside your classroom. First and foremost, journaling. Um, and I think I talk about this a lot. Journaling is something that helps you make sense of your thoughts, helps you figure out what needs to change and what needs to stay, what's working, what's not working. This is just one part of being reflective, right? You can use the journaling practice, and if that doesn't work for you, I read that you can have index cards all around the classrooms, uh, around the classroom to record any observations you might be seeing of your students. This is a great way to keep track of what your students are understanding, what they're not understanding, what their behaviors are like, and then come back to it and think about ways that you can change those things. Um, and then another way to do it is have a clipboard with a lot of paper in it in your classroom, wherever you want to put it. And whenever something comes up, you write it down on that clipboard and you can come back to it. So I have one more quote that I want to share with you, and it is a commitment, a commitment to incorporation of reflection in the daily routine is required. If you want to step up as that leader in your classroom, as the best version of you as a teacher, this is something that is super, super, super important and encouraged in any teaching practice you will find. If you enjoyed talking all about 
reflection, how it benefits you, and what reflective teaching really looks like on a bigger scale and how, in all honesty, it is really hard and it doesn't it doesn't come easily to anybody, but it's also really, really important as part of your teaching practice. So if you enjoyed this episode and want to dive into more, you'll find a link in the show notes to a guide that I made all about reflective teaching and reflective teaching practice that you can implement into your classroom at any time and implement really into your life at any time. This guide is just informative and it'll provide you with reflective questions that you can go back and journal on. You can record yourself thinking about those things. You can just think them in your head for now and write them down at a later time. This guide will really help you be able to implement the reflective practice that you really want inside your classroom and it will help you become a better and stronger, more confident teacher and leader inside the classroom. Keep learning, growing, and become your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. I will see you next time, teachers.